movie sushi. Groundhog Day. Phil Connors is going to Punxsutawney for the country's oldest groundhog festival. The legend says that every February second, if the groundhog wakes and sees his shadow, there'll be six more weeks of winter. Phil's alarm clock flips to six. Sunny and Cher sing "I Got You, Babe." The DJs banter about the groundhog and a blizzard. A stranger asks if Phil's going to see the groundhog. He replies that spring starts on March twenty-first. Downstairs, Mrs. Lancaster makes chit-chat. Phil sullenly gets a coffee. She mentions the blizzard, and he condescendingly details meteorological phenomena. After seeing a homeless man, Ned recognizes Phil from school. Ned lists various memories he might share, then gives him a business card. Phil steps into an icy puddle up to his shin. Ned laughs. Buster Green and other dignitaries present the groundhog. A scroll is unfurled, and it says Punxsutawney Phil sees his shadow. The crowd boos. Phil calls Punxsutawney Phil a squirrel. The blizzard comes, stranding the news crew. The alarm clock flips to six. Sunny and Cher sing. When the DJ's banter is identical to the previous morning, Phil's spooked. Also, there's no snow. The man appears at the stairs, and Phil puts him against the wall. It's February second, Groundhog Day again. Mrs. Lancaster is the same. Phil remembers Ned Ryerson's name, but forgets to avoid the puddle. He snaps a pencil in half. The alarm clock flips to six, and the pencil's good as new. He dodges Mrs. Lancaster, pushes away Ned, and again steps in the puddle. Phil tells Rita, his producer, he's already been through the whole day twice, reliving the same day exactly. Larry says they should leave to avoid the weather. When Phil dismisses his previous weather advice about the blizzard, Rita's worried. A doctor finds nothing wrong, and the psychiatrist is inexperienced. Phil figures if there's no tomorrow, he can do whatever he wants. He starts driving badly. Everything he's been told no longer applies. Stand up straight, pick up your feet, and don't drive on the railroad tracks. He drives on the tracks. He crashes the car, and when the cop approaches the window, he orders burgers and shakes from him. Phil's drunken passengers make requests for flapjacks. The alarm clock flips to six. Phil whoops. He speedily learns that the police aren't after him and kisses Mrs. Lancaster firmly on the lips. Ned runs over. 
Phil calls his name and hits him in the face. Then, Phil watches another person walk in the deep puddle, skipping over it safely himself. He's ordered abundant various desserts. Rita calls his lack of caution inspiring. He takes the jug of coffee from Doris, swigging directly from it. He starts smoking and Rita asks if he's worried about his health. He edges a big cream cake into his mouth. She calls him egocentric. Larry tells them about bad weather, but Phil would rather finish his food. He approaches a single lady. He learns her name, her high school and the name of her 12th grade English teacher. Any questions she has are irrelevant. The alarm clock flips to six and Sonny and Cher. Phil sees Nancy and pretends to know her, enthusiastically bombarding her with accurate details. She says she remembers him. Impressed, he's now a weatherman. Later, he calls her Rita. But he proposes marriage. She sighs and they keep kissing. He predicts the money truck. While security guard Felix is distracted after dropping a roll of quarters, Phil smoothly removes a bag of cash from the van. He parks his Mercedes, dressed like a cowboy. His date arrives dressed as a maid. She thought it was a costume party. He says she should call him Bronco. He quizzes Rita for personal details. She reels off an exhaustive list of qualities her perfect guy would have including that he'll be happy changing poopy diapers and plays an instrument. Phil buys her a drink. A sweet vermouth on the rocks with a twist. Next day, he orders a sweet vermouth on the rocks with a twist, as does she. She drinks to world peace. Next day, he says he always drinks to world peace. She's stunned, but clinks. She turns down white chocolate, something he diligently records. He learns she studied 19th century French poetry in college, laughs, backpedals, then calls her a very strong person. Next time this comes up, he actually recites French poetry. She says it's been the type of perfect day you couldn't plan. He says you can, it just takes a lot of work. Phil tries kissing Rita, then offers to read her Baudelaire poetry. He even has Rocky Road flavour ice cream, her favourite. When he says he loves her, she calls the whole day a setup. He must have called her friends to discover her favourite things. She slaps him in the face. Over the next few days, she slaps him in the face several times. Each time, he records what prompted the slap. 
He's despondent, sitting watching Jeopardy. He has a big bowl of popcorn in the busy B&B lounge, swigging whiskey. He gets every answer right. He misses the days when they ate the groundhog and calls the townsfolk hypocrites. Phil's prediction is that it's going to be cold, grey, and last them the rest of their lives. The alarm clock flips to six, and it's tipped onto the floor. Next day, Phil smashes it with his fist. Next day, he smashes it heavily on the floor. One day, he steals a truck and drives off with the exalted groundhog. He then drives off the edge of a canyon. The truck lands hundreds of feet below, exploding in a ball of flame. Six o'clock next morning. Phil gets the toaster, plugs it into the wall, pushes down the bread, and puts the machine in the bath with him. Then he throws himself in front of a speeding truck. Then he throws himself off a tall building. He tells Rita he's a god. He's died many times, but wakes up fine. He calls over waitress Doris, providing personal facts about her and many other locals. Rita tries picking the people, but still, Phil has personal facts about everyone. He knows about Rita. She likes boats, but not the ocean. She loves French poetry and rhinestones. She is generous, kind to strangers and children. He writes down word for word what Larry will soon say. She suggests she escort him objectively. The alarm clock flips to six and he's alone. He gives folding money to the homeless man. He has personalised coffees for Rita and Larry, who happily also accept a raspberry pastry. He says Buster Green suggested a better place to set up the shot. Unprecedentedly, Phil checks first that Larry agrees. Phil starts learning to play the piano, paying $1,000 for an immediate lesson. He speaks Italian and kisses the man on the stairs, reciting invigorating poetry and overcoming the man with gusto, before expertly sculpting in ice. Ned approaches Phil. As they embrace, he wants Ned to call in sick so they can be together. Ned runs off. Later in the day, the homeless man dies of old age. Next day, Phil pays for the man to eat his fill. Then, he tries to resuscitate him, but the man always dies. Phil's feeling upbeat when presenting the ceremony. Other stations' microphones point at him. He mentions Chekhov, and that winter is another step in the cycle of life. A long and lustrous winter would be great, Phil has errands, catching a boy falling from a tree, fixing a flat tyre, and performing the Heimlich manoeuvre. 
He's playing the piano. He spots Rita and starts a jazzier song. The band gives it a big finish and everyone applauds. Phil dances with Rita and locals approach, praising and thanking him. He's being auctioned for charity. After a flurry of bidding from Doris and Nancy, Rita wins by bidding the entire contents of her purse. $339.88. Larry's next, but raises 25 cents. An old lady's overjoyed. Larry, not so. Phil introduces Rita to Ned. Twenty years after they last spoke, he buys whole life, term, fire, theft, auto, dental, health with the optional death and dismemberment plan, and water damage. It's the best day of Ned's life. Phil sculpts Rita in ice. She's blown away. He says he's happy at this precise time because he loves her. The alarm clock flips to six and Sonny and Cher. One of the DJs moans about the song being overplayed. Rita turns off the radio. Phil pinches Rita, who says ow, and retreats instead to hug him. He kisses her. She stayed because he told her to. Outside, there's been fresh snowfall. Phil is jubilant and gets frisky with her. They walk into the picturesque streets. He carries her over the gate and they run down the street together. Starring Bill Murray, Andy McDowell, Chris Elliott, rated PG, directed by Harold Ramis, Released in the UK 1993, runtime 1 hour 41 minutes.